realized that salvation had been within reach the whole time, I guess I've just been too stubborn to see it. It all started about a week ago when I received a friend request on my social media page. A high school classmate, Megan who I hadn't spoken to in a few years, sent me a message. Dear Amy, I know it's been a while since we last saw each other or even talked on the phone. I don't want to dwell on the past about our falling out. In fact that's why I wanted to reach out to you. I was hoping to put the past behind us and invite you to a nice weekend getaway. I already paid for everything a month ago and my plus one dropped out. I hope you will join me, and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. Love Megan. The message couldn't have come at a better time, I had just gone through an ugly divorce and an even uglier custody battle. A relaxing getaway is just what I needed. At first, I was hesitant but after putting some thought into it, I replied to Megan's message and accepted her invitation. That Friday, I arrived at the address that Megan had given me. Thinking back, I couldn't remember a time in my life where I had been so excited. After all, I had never been anywhere outside of West Virginia. Opening the door of my car, I step out, breathe in the fresh air and admire the beauty around me. An open field of grass and rows of forest as far as the eye could see, it felt good to get away. I look around and watch other women pulling in and parking their cars. Megan approaches with her arms stretched wide, she greets me with a tight hug. Part of me was still mad at her, but I smiled and hugged her back. That was the moment that I realized, I'm actually happy to see her. We released our embrace. Amy, I'm so glad you actually made it. Megan says, taking the car keys from my hand. She walks around to the trunk of the car and grabs my undersized, single piece of luggage. I'm glad I made it too, it's been too long since we got together. It really has, Megan says, with a smile. But we have plenty of time to talk about that, for right now just follow me, and I'll show you where you'll be sleeping. Megan leads the way across an open field of freshly mowed grass, after a short walk through a wooded trail we finally reach our camp. Seven plain white tents stood before us, each one reaching 10 feet in height and 10 feet wide. Your tent is right over here, Megan says, leading the way to tent number seven. She enters dragging my luggage behind her, I follow Megan inside. To my surprise the tent has a ceiling fan and hardwood floors, and somehow the inside looked to be much bigger than the outside. A full-sized bed sits firmly against the tent's soft vinyl walls, and a fully stocked beverage cart is nestled in the corner of the room. I approach the cart and admire the array of alcohol, bottles and bottles of hard liquor from all over the world. Try the Akvavit, Megan says, putting my luggage near the bed. Akvavit is made from potatoes and grain, and is without a doubt the finest alcohol Denmark has to offer. Well in that case, I reply, I'll have to try that one first. I smile, oh I almost forgot, dinner will be at 6 o'clock sharp, it will be served in the common area. Megan says, I'll come get you at the appropriate time, and show you where to go. Sounds good to me, I reply, pulling my cell phone from my back pocket. I look at the screen to check the time, but Megan immediately grabs the phone from my hand. Sorry, she says, I forgot to tell you there's no electronics allowed. I'll put it in a locker for safekeeping and if there's an emergency I'll unlock it for you. Sounds good to me, I say with a smile. I don't think anything of it, I could use a break from civilization anyway. Megan slides the phone into her pocket and walks toward the tent's entrance, she turns and waves. 
see you at six o'clock. I say, with a smile and a wave back. I watch as she leaves my tent, that's when I turn my attention back toward the beverage cart. Now how about that drink? I mutter to myself, I have no idea how many drinks I've had, but now I'm sitting outside in the common area and have no memory of how I got here. Looking around the table, I notice Megan sitting next to me. I lean towards her. What's going on? I ask, in a whispered tone. How did I get out here? Shish, she says, placing a finger to her lips. It's starting, while half of us are confused, and sitting silently. The rest of the women begin drumming their fingers on the table. A beautiful middle-aged woman emerges from a tent, and approaches. As she reaches the end of the long table, the drumming stops. Good evening to all of you beautiful young ladies. She says, smiling ear to ear. My name is Victoria, and I thank you all for being here tonight. Victoria steps onto one of the seats, then steps onto the table. She begins walking back and forth, looking everyone in the eye as she passes us. I'm realizing for the first time, everyone is dressed in matching white nightgowns. I can tell by looking around the table. Victoria says, still smiling. Half of you have no idea why you're here, but I assure you all will become clear very soon. Now if I could have one of my trusted volunteers join me up here. Megan raises her hand, then stands up and climbs onto the table. Thank you, Megan for joining me, says Victoria, touching Megan's cheek. Now if you would be so kind as to tell these lovely ladies why they're here. The reason, Megan says, smirking, that you've all been invited here is because recently, each of you has been through some very, trying times. Some of you have gone through an ugly divorce, custody battle or you simply have no other place to go. One way or another you've all been estranged from your families, so we thought we would invite you to be a part of our family. All that we need you to do is give yourself to the moon above. Why don't you demonstrate for us, Megan? Victorica says, show them what it is that you mean. Megan stands still, her arms spread wide. Victoria helps her remove her white nightgown. Megan, who is now completely nude, kneels down. Within a few seconds, things start getting strange. Megan tilts her head back, her face glows in the light of the full moon above. Right before my very eyes, her whole body transforms. If I wasn't watching it happen right in front of me, I wouldn't believe it myself. What used to be Megan, is now a white-furred werewolf. She howls at the moon, then turns her focus to me. I quickly look around, noticing the fear on the other guests' faces. Panic sets in, everyone screams and runs. I try to follow suit, but I'm too afraid to move. Megan swipes a sharp claw at me, I feel a burning sensation on my neck. Blood drips from the deep scratch, staining my white nightgown. That's when I wake up in my tent, the bottle of Denmark Akvavit on the nightstand. What the hell was in that drink? I say, muttering to myself out loud. 